Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're growing a brand around your nerdy passion, you can learn from business and marketing podcasts, or you can learn from nerds like you. This is the show built by bloggers, cosplayers, gamers, artists, and other entrepreneurs that are making the things you love. How's it going, entrepreneurs? Welcome to episode 73 of the Entrepreneur Podcast by Under the Capes. I am your host, Tim Ludy, and I hope everyone's staying safe and sane out there. I know it's uh, still a crazy time as we're in October here, but I've got a great guest for you this month um, that I've actually had on the show before back in episode 25. I am talking again with the gang from Nerdy Curious. Um, They are an awesome website, podcast, Twitch stream that covers a lot of great nerdy topics. Um, The website covers a lot of cool stuff like um, gaming and and nerd fashion and um, nerd food. And the recently revised and revived show Nerds Are Us was previously their non-podcast podcast, and it is now a Twitch stream. Um, So on Sundays, they do Curious Bites, and that's their weekly chat show where they discuss what's happening behind the scenes in their Curious Corner and answer some fan questions and and, um, have some other discoveries. And on Thursday nights, they do their Nerds R Us 2.0, which takes a closer look at fandom and puts a spotlight on an amazing person making their respective fandom a better place. And I actually got a chance to join them on Nerds R Us last month, and you can see that interview on on their Twitch stream and on their YouTube channel. Um, They also have the It's on the List podcast, where they are crossing things off their list, whether they're reviewing movies they have are just now seeing or um, reviewing shows or less so now, but um, in the past reviewing experiences and, and trips and um, and that those kind of things. So a lot of great stuff in their corner and, and they are a really community focused group. Um, so they, they first grew from the nerd HQ community at San Diego comic-con and they are now really active in the nerds unite network. And, um, yeah, they've, they've, uh, done a really great job being very community focused and, and growing the communities that they're a part of. And yeah, so I got to sit down with Ronnie Rach and jams um, three out of the, uh, the four curious crowd. Um, and we had, uh, we had an awesome, uh, discussion as we ca- caught up on everything that's been going on since the last time they were on the show, uh, about two years ago. So let's dive right on in. All right. I'm now joined by Rach, Ronnie and James from Nerdy Curious. Uh, thanks for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having us again. yeah so last time you guys were on um you talked about how you got started and kind of what is nerdy curious but it's 
a lot has changed since then. So, you know, what is Nerdy Curious now? Race. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, oh, that's so hard to answer. I didn't prep for these at all, by the by. Yeah. Because I wanted um, to keep it fresh. That was my idea. <laughs> How's that idea working out for you right now? It's not great right now. Yeah. Today was a day. Um, I mean, I don't think, at, at its core, I don't think we've changed a whole lot. Um, I think we've changed the format in which we're delivering our content, but in terms of who we are and as the name suggests, being curious about things, I don't think we've, we've changed all that much in the last five years. Um, I would actually say that we got back to our roots in a funny way. Cause I feel like in, in five years we have, experimented a lot um with different mediums uh even just trying to see what topics that we were really really feeling um to be true to us that we really wanted to focus on that we still enjoyed all that jazz um which i think is important for everyone to do is just to make sure that um you don't lose sight of uh, what stays fundamentally true um, to your original vision, I suppose. So, um, I think just staying, staying curious, curiosity is always going to be like the fundamental core of everything that we do, but kind of starting nerds are us back again, really felt right. Um, and on Twitch, which is a, a different medium altogether. So, um, I, I definitely feel like we've, went full circle almost yeah so were there things that you were doing that you thought was getting away from your main mission or were there like channels that you were trying that didn't work out or how do you feel like you're kind of coming back to it in a way i think each one of us can probably touch on something personally and for me personally i felt that there were already so many um other sites that focus on like uh, breaking news or um, things regarding to more like the pop culture sense of things, which obviously, I mean, that that's kind of like the easy, uh, the easiest door into the, the vastness of the nerddom, but um, which we still talk about, but um, it's not our main focus anymore. And um, even con coverage, I feel is like, we do it because we've always thought it was fun. Um, but having that be our main thing, um, I wasn't really pleased with. I felt it was a little bit more on like a superficial level. Um, and, and we're, again, we're not a news source. Like I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want the main focus to be on uh, the la- the latest thing that's dropping and, and, you know, who's been cast, which all that stuff ends up just being rumors in the first place. That's a whole other conversation that I'm not happy with right now, but, um, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's for me personally. What about, what about you guys? Um, <laughs> we're going clockwise, counterclockwise. I grow up. Um, I don't want to say this. 
I feel like we struggled a lot with figuring out what our identity was. And I think initially we thought that our point of view would be enough of a distinguishing factor. And I don't think that was enough. And I feel like we had a lot of fun in the first couple of years, kind of like figuring out like what our voice was. And then we like really sat down and had to discuss like, where did we want to go? Like what direction do we want to point uh, Nerdy Curious? Um, and for me, it was really about um, trying to make the community a better place. And I feel like as we were experimenting and writing different types of articles, um, I personally felt like it, what I was doing wasn't going in that direction. And so when the pandemic hit, I was like just doing a lot of personal soul searching and I kind of found out that what I was looking for in my personal life kind of crossed over to what I was looking for through Nerdy Curious. And so, um, and Nerds Are Us was essentially what I've always wanted to do and I just didn't find the right platform. And when we were invited to do the Nerds Unite Network and got involved with all the Twitch live streaming, I realized that that was the platform I was looking for. We had the idea um, when we started uh, Nerds Are Us and it was great, but there was something missing in that first iteration. And I think we found that missing piece um, moving on to, uh, to, to Twitch. Sam? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, when we first started out, one of our main goals was shedding a spotlight on different people within our community. And we did do that for quite a while. And, but at the same time with the blog, we were putting out so much content all at once. It made it, it really overwhelming, I think, for us to, kind of find what it was that we wanted to focus on as a unit. And as we started going along, we were actually starting to interview people that were kind of famous. And as cool as that was, I think it kind of got away from what we were originally intending to do. And between that and trying to get press for every con that we possibly could and like Ronnie said, it just felt like we were just becoming a news outlet and that wasn't really what we wanted to be. So I think coming back to Nerds Are Us and now having that video aspect so that people can see us and our guests, I think that was the piece that we were missing that I always kind of hoped we would end up with all along. Yeah, because it seems like the news stuff is wasn't something that you guys are uniquely qualified to do. And it's definitely like you were saying, like you weren't really adding to the community and making it better. It's just kind of repeating something that a lot of other people are saying or kind of adding to the noise. Not that uh, you don't need a couple of those sites out there, but uh, sure. um, and yeah, it seems like, with the the nerds are us 2.0 it's definitely the right format for it because you're such a community focused site that like 
Podcasting is a little tough because it's uh, you don't get as much feedback from the community and especially like how Twitch offers it in the chat as you're doing it. Um, is that something you found where that was kind of the perfect medium for for where you want to go next? I think it was also it was that obviously just just having that interaction, which was it's great to see it live, obviously, and, and it doesn't feel like you're just throwing stuff into the void. <laughs> And I was like, well, I don't know if it's working. Um, but uh, also because we've been doing it for so long, I do feel like even the community that we had established already, they, they we weren't putting ourselves out enough. Um, like I feel just nerds in general, we're not, we're not the most confident of people. Um, I, I'm an older millennial, so it's not like I'm like, posting pictures of myself all over the damn place. I'm not really comfortable with just like <laughs> the show of it all. <laughs> so um, it, it, it took a little bit, but um, I, I do feel like um, I think jams is probably, I would, I personally view her as being the most comfortable performing because uh, she used to be a singer um than the rest of us uh jen i mean being a dancer also i feel like she's she's not shy with the um just having being the center of attention but um i'm i like to watch things <laughs> like i like <laughs> to stand back and watch and um observe so uh it, it was a bit of a challenge for me but i think we just we did get to that point where we felt we had something to say and something to contribute and um, Twitch in and of itself didn't have, doesn't have, um, that diverse of, a content, I guess I would say, like, I feel like we're, we're a bit on the, on a different side because if everyone knows Twitch for, um, for gamers in particular, there, there's quite a big community of artists and stuff now, but, um, it's nice just doing something different and, and introducing something different and having other folks kind of the option of coming on and having um, deep and, and sometimes could be uncomfortable conversations about stuff that just needs, <laughs> needs discussing in all honesty. So um, that's our, that's our main thing now. Yeah. And you were, Rachel, you were mentioning how kind of now seemed like the perfect time for that was, like how um what do you mean as far as like this kind of it's it definitely seems like this is a year where everyone's struggling and especially for um the nerd community where we're not really getting together at cons anymore was that something was that the kind of struggle you were you were talking about or what uh, what did you mean by that um yeah i mean i was actually going to be this year, taking a break from conventions because I felt a little burnt out from covering. Um, it's one thing to do conventions and like be a participant and have fun. It's another to like rush to panels and try to cover things and live tweet and and all that jazz. Um, so I was feeling a little burnt out, and so I at the end of last year I was going to take a break from cons, and little did I know that everybody was going to be taking a break from cons uh, this year. But yeah, I like the best thing about going to conventions and, and you know, this is, is meeting up with friends and nerding out about 
the same things and just being together. And the best thing about San Diego Comic-Con was, um, was it was like a summer camp reunion, uh, so to speak. So not having that interaction has been the toughest part about um, being apart. Um, and us being live is almost, I mean, it's not the same, but it, it, it gives us an avenue to, to actually gather. And because of the, um, the fact that we are apart right now, we actually got to meet a lot of people that we probably would have not met. Um, and it's opened up a new like, uh, community online, uh, for us. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that, you know, this has been a great time, but um, this has been one of the few silver linings that has come out of the, um, has come out of the pandemic. Yeah, you definitely got to take the small wins when you can get them. Agreed. And yeah, it definitely does seem like there have been those opportunities to, to grow into new communities and like, sort of attend more cons where they're doing a lot of virtual cons so you can participate in a lot more stuff and and the ones who are doing it well are doing it with like a big community presence um so um it seems like the the nerds unite network is doing a really good job of that of kind of presenting a virtual con where it's it's very fan focused and and kind of very community focused um was that, that seems like the main goal of the, the Nerds Unite Network? Rach, you want to touch on that? Um, well, I can't say, like, what initially the, the I guess, the founding members of the, the Nerds Unite Network were, were aiming for. I, I would assume that that's what they were trying to do. Um, we got brought in by Trevor, our secondary heroes, and so... Um, Initially, we weren't exactly sure what we were getting ourselves into, which is kind of on brand for us. Um, <laughs> uh, but it turned out to be such an amazing opportunity. We've met so many other great content creators. Um, and filling that void of just like, cause it was, it was legitimately a convention, um, organized by fans for fans. And we, we didn't focus on, you know, um, your typical convention style panels. We, we were talking to the people that were actually consuming, um, the media and, um, and artists. And it was, it was how, like, I wish, um, conventions could be on a smaller scale. Um, and it was like super intimate, but still able to reach so many people. And I, I personally had a really, really great time and it actually got me really excited about moving, um, some of our content as, as live streams instead. So. Yeah. And, and we also mm -hmm. got to, to get a little bit creative with, um, the panel topics as well, which was, which was good because they, some of them were a little bit more off the wall than I think even the boys were expecting. Um, but yeah, I think I think that definitely the very very first Unite, Nerds Unite Con that we did um, kind of triggered 
it, it just affirmed what we were all kind of thinking in the back of our minds of, of needing like, um, like an evolution to, to NC as a whole. It was just like, it was just like the cherry on top of like that last nudge of like, yep, this is, yeah, this is what we need to do. So that was, it was, it was nice to be a part of that for sure. Um, I'll always be grateful for the boys for that. Um, just confirmation, definitely. And you're right, race this definitely has been like the one of the silver linings to this weird ass year. <laughs> I also think it gave us the confidence to actually put ourselves out there more because sure. early on I was very protective, I guess, of like putting ourselves out there. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel like we got like whenever we did we we would talk about putting our faces out there or what have you there there was a little bit of pushback from a number of us depending on just like the the situation or or, or what have you but there's, i mean that's always risky but we we are the types of people that like to kind of take a leap of faith for things like sometimes you just have to or there will be no movement so um and i think that's definitely what nerd unite was for us too cuz i I think one of the most important things, regardless of what people decide to do, is to surround yourself with people that you can trust, where you trust their decision-making capabilities. I think the guys reached out to um, Rach first, or at least Rach, you saw the message first about Nerds Unite, and then you talked to me about it, and then we brought it to like the larger group, and I was just kind of like, you think it's a good idea? Sure, it sounds like a lot of work, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always my my last thing just because like I see everything that's going on and I'm like oh my god it's just so much work <laughs> um but uh but yeah so just surround yourself with people who can make good decisions that's my advice <laughs> it helps yeah were you already planning on moving Nerds R Us to Twitch at that point, or was that, and that was kind of like, oh, this could be a launching off, or was it just like, oh, you're doing something on Twitch? Like, I, I guess we could try it. How did we start? I don't even, like, I remember I talked to Jams first, where I was yeah. just like, let's bring back Nerds R Us. I don't remember what our original concept was when we had that conversation, now that he's asking. Like, I don't remember. Do you? I know that you had asked me what I thought about doing like at least one video a week every month to try to get our Twitch channel promoted. And I was having a hard time thinking about what I wanted to do with it. And then I think as a group, it just kind of clicked when we are together interacting with each other. That is when we're at our best. And I think that's how we realized this. that's what we needed to do. Okay. Yeah, I was doing a um, kind of like a word association exercise that Ronnie gave me in my personal life. Um, and I was doing that and I found out that, you know, community was like one of the words that like really meant something to me. And so when I was looking over all the content that we were doing with Nerdy Curious, um, that community word just kept buzzing around and it, it took me a couple of weeks to actually figure it out that that was what was connecting all of my motivations. Um, 
and then it, I was listening to old episodes of Nerds R Us, and I kind of like missed what it felt like in those early episodes where we were just catching up with our friends and talking about things that that mattered to us that potentially could matter for the world at large. And then the pandemic hit, and it got me thinking about how toxic fandom could potentially be online and we're all being forced to be online right now. Um, and I, I kind of got sick of the idea that, you know, you're just going to have to deal with the haters in the fandom. And I'm like, well, maybe we don't, maybe we can start small and like try to make it better in our own ways. We're not going to fix it um, on our own, but if we can just start having the conversations and fostering a community that is positive, then perhaps that can trickle over into, into the real world. Leading by example. I think, (laughs) I think it's definitely like, it's a really lost art having a conversation. So um, just showing people, (laughs) it sounds kind of condescending. I don't mean it that way, but um, I I do think that there's the anonymity that the, that being online affords, it makes people feel like they can basically get away with murder for lack of a better term. But, um, you know, we try to, I think that's probably why we end everything by saying, don't be a dick. Cause ultimately <laughs> that's what it all boils down to. Like, can we just be nice? That'd be great. Um, disagree nicely. <laughs> so. That's what like, it's tough. Cause it's like, obviously a lot of what we do trying to build a geek brand happens online, especially this year where like, that's kind of the only way we can communicate, but it's also a really rough year to be online. <laughs> like, so how have you guys, yep. how have you squared that or dealt with that? Uh... You, Rachel and I were actually just talking about this. Well, I, I, like all four of us were talking about this, actually, that we've been very, very lucky that in our five years, we haven't really been trolled. Um, like we we've had a few weird comments come in every now and again but they're they're easy to ignore we had one account that like a fake account got created that was like a duplicate of ours we're like oh my god we made it (laughs) we have a dupe but um but as far as like a like a brazen blatant attack or like a persistent um negative thing uh negative presence uh we haven't had uh knock on wood watch me saying that attract it um but we were trying to analyze exact to to kind of figure out why because we we since we've joined twitch are familiar with a lot of folks that have joined even more recently than us and who have already been attacked uh, rather grossly, and um, who are also women, um, and so we were just kind of like, well, what, what is it that makes us different to why we haven't, you know, is it because we haven't really been showing our faces in the last five years? I mean, we have, but just we're not, we're not in everybody's faces with our faces. Um, so I don't know if that's helped, but um, we're not like. Well, I was going to say we're not the most preachy, but I can't speak to that. I, I kind of am. Um, but 
We, the only thing that Rach and I kind of like summed up is like maybe because there's four of us. Maybe it's like a numbers thing where um, people just don't attack groups. I may be wrong. Again, watch me like detract. <laughs> uh, but um, we have absolutely no idea how that hasn't happened yet. I wish I could give you an answer of like a how-to. Don't attract trolls. But um, it's just kind of been a miracle in all honesty, I feel, with just how vile everything is. And we've been really lucky that the people around us have been very supportive and I guess it's almost like a protective blanket <laughs> in a way yeah. that if someone were to try to like mess with, with us, that there would be people that would back us up. So yeah, I don't know. We're ready, I guess. <laughs> I guess we, we actually had that conversation where we were like, well, what do we even do? Like, Cause it's totally just based off of the mood that you're in too. Like if they catch me on a bad day, I would, I would worry more about embarrassing myself because of what would come out. But um, I would hope that I could keep it together and just be like super chill about it. Cause on, on most days I am just kind of like, huh, look at that loser. But, um, and just kind of brush it off. But um you just never know how you're going to react to it. So like I, I, I toyed with the idea of like getting like the girls together and all of us just kind of deciding on like, this is just, this is what we're going to do if that ever happens. But we haven't done that. And it really hasn't been like a high priority thing. So. Create like a corporate troll strategy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like to prepare. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But if it had a battle plan, Meh. We've got more <laughs> important things to worry about. Yeah, we yeah. do. And yeah, I think like you were saying, it is, you seem to choose your communities well, where you're not really going, where those, like, I don't want to, like, heated's not the right word, but like the, where the trolls go, where you're kind of like, like, Nerds Unite's a really healthy community. Like you started, Nerd HQ is a really healthy community. Like, kind of understanding that like you might be able to amplify your voice if you hashtag release the Snyder Cut, but you're gonna like choosing those communities that are positive and growing better in those communities seems like uh, seem like the the route that uh, you've taken, and it seems like it's gone well. Yeah, I don't know if we've been, like, necessarily, like, nitpicky about where we kind of, we, like, we enjoy what we enjoy, and I feel like we've been lucky in the sense of, um, e even within those toxic communities, because um, some communities, regardless on what the, what the topic is, just have that kind of weird brand branch stemming off of it, where you're just like, it's a bit much. So you just kind of pull back from it because everything has it. I mean, Supernatural has it. Um, uh, Star Wars definitely has it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but those are all things that we enjoy. So we just kind of, we know how far to go into the pool, <laughs> not to get too deep into it. Um, so, we wear our floaties. There we go. 
Just, yeah, I have to say, as I'm getting older, I'm way more careful about how I interact with fandom in general, just for my own peace of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like me personally, too, like, I just have, like, I've always had a really, really good bullshit meter. And so I feel like this just, this kind of, that has come in handy with what we do. Um and so it's just it's it's just one of those things. So it's, it's a weird skill, but um, I will continue to use it until I die. <laughs> I trust my guts. So, yeah. And yeah, so I didn't realize this the last time we talked, but when when we um, when you had me on Nerds R Us a couple weeks ago, you mentioned how the last time we talked to you right around that three year mark and you were kind of hitting a wall or trying to like just get over a hump as far as maybe feeling a little burnt out. Um, what, what exactly, uh, what exactly were you guys going through then and how did you get through it? Damn. Breach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) so we were releasing, each of us was releasing at least one or two articles a week for people. So at least eight to 10 articles a week. Plus we were also releasing articles for the nerd machine. Plus we were recording our podcast. Plus I was also doing Twitch live streams for gaming and we were doing every con we could possibly get our hands on and it was just a lot it was a lot (laughs) i think the adrenaline of building this baby that we were working on and trying to figure out what our niche was and we just didn't know how to stop ourselves because we wanted to do everything at once to try to figure out what it was we wanted to do so yeah it was a little overwhelming and we did get pretty burnt out and I think that was a a hard lesson for us to learn but also a good one because it taught us what our limits were and how to avoid hitting those limits again yeah that's for sure um God, I'm exhausted just listening to it. <laughs> um, I, I remember getting to a point where um, I, the number one thing that I always told the girls was be honest with me. If it stops being fun, then we need to stop. <laughs> we need to pause. Um, and I feel like I was getting to that point myself. Um, after having, I still remember the day that it happened because it was right after um, a convention that I normally really, really enjoy that's local here to Houston. And I think that was like the tipping point for me where it's just like, nope, <laughs> we can't keep doing this. This is not sustainable. So um, I feel like just recognizing um, when you're at the cliff's edge uh, before you tumble down is a is a good if you can get before, before you get to the cliff that if you can recognize that point <laughs> yay for you we were like right at the cliff's edge 
<laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just taking like being okay with taking a step back and reanalyzing and being okay with not doing as much. I think people always beat themselves up with feeling like they're not doing enough. And there is no enough. Like, it's just what you feel comfortable doing and what you want to focus on. If tomorrow you decide that you want to focus on something else, switch to something else. Like, this is your thing. This is your creative project, your your baby. And no one should be telling you what to do with it, really. You just you just kind of have to experiment with it and, and find your voice and your way of doing things. And if you have a partnership or um, a group of people working with you, then it's just, I, I personally like working with others. Like I feel, I feel at my best just because um, they all bring different ideas to the table. Um, and, and like, I, I like just having them make me, Think, makes me think differently. So um, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for the four of us. I, I definitely strongly believe that. Um, and even, even though I had the, the initial idea for it, like I, I didn't imagine this. There's absolutely no way I would have imagined this um, on my own. So um so yeah, it's, I, I would just say like, take, just make sure you, you're giving yourself the opportunity to pause every now and then and analyze everything that you're doing to make sure that you're staying true to what you initially envisioned, or if it's even evolved into something new, but you're really happy with it. I think that's, that's the main thing. That's what, yeah, because there's kind of a, a tough balance where especially at the beginning you do want to say yes to more stuff like like how you said yes to the nerd unite con when it was kind of like oh that sounds like a lot of work but it sounds like something we could do um and like especially at the beginning it sounds like you said yes to everything <laughs> and <laughs> in some respects like clearly that led to burnout but it also let you know like okay so we tried a ton of different stuff. We liked this. We didn't like this. Like we want to focus more on this. So yeah, I guess, I guess just constant reflection is the best way to experiment without, without waiting until you fall off the cliff. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. That's, that's how I see it. Like I'm always cautious. And I think, I think um, all of our personalities differ in, in certain uh like our, our willingness to take risks and things like that. Like I feel um, e each of us are different in the sense of what attracts us to take a risk. Um, and I think in, in, I think Rach is a little bit more of an optimist than I am. I'm a little bit, I don't even know what I am at this point, <laughs> particularly <laughs> after this year, but um I'm just, I'm a little bit more of a realist in, in sense of like, are, are we sure we're going to be able to handle the workload? Cause I'm I, with my full-time job and what that is. And, um, I, I know that a, a lot of the weight right now in particular is being carried 
by Rachel. And so I'm always conscious that she's not agreeing to more than she can actually handle because she thinks she can handle everything. And I'm like, can you though? <laughs> so I'm always like that voice on her shoulder of just like, how much stuff are you doing right now? Because <laughs> um, I don't, I don't want the world to crumble on anybody's shoulders. Jams already went through that. I remember that. And I was just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I broke jams. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we, we just, we, I'm always really, really careful with just how much we take on. But uh, again, with Nerdy Night in particular, I feel like I asked the question, but because we knew who all was behind it and how responsible they were with their own uh, babies, creations, um, it, it, it made me feel more comfortable. And also, again, I trusted Rachel's judgment on just what all was going on. Um, and it, it was kind of a fly by the seat of your pants type of situation, at least the first go around. But I mean, those those things are kind of fun too. Like it's, it's sometimes, sometimes you turn in your best thing last minute. I don't recommend it because that's not <laughs> typically how I do things. But sometimes it works. <laughs> we were lucky, <laughs> so yeah. That's that's true when you only turn things in last minute. So that's that's how I work. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I just so, get PTSD of like university days, and I just I, don't I know like feeling at all. I know. <laughs> oh, those those six a.m. finishes. Oh. Yeah, the all nighters. I, I remember those very very clearly. <laughs> Same. So hopefully this will be a very short answer because you're trying not to take on as much anymore. But what are the future plans for Nerdy Curious? Uh, where do you where do you hope to take it? I haven't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, break, out a, break out a word map. Let's figure it out now. <laughs> Dude, that, that took me two weeks to do the word map. <laughs> um, I think we, we've been um, so focused on getting Nerds RS 2.0 off the ground um, and just kind of uh, continue building on that that I haven't even thought abstractly as far as like how where else do we want to go um i feel like we're on track right now with getting getting back to the core of us we have started conversations on um where we see certain things um from our uh, our other project projects like our our actual podcast podcast it's on the list guys um, that, and, um, I am trying to develop a newsletter. Um, it's no secret. I've talked about it before. We really, really want to get rid of a Facebook page. Like <laughs> I want to get off Facebook. Like, so, um, that, that's really high on my priority list. But, um, as far as like big vision, um, I don't really have one. I, I I don't know if you guys have one. Like, are y'all planning on world domination and I don't know about it? Or, like, well, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'll follow y'all. But We're um, just going to pinky in the brain this whole... Um, <laughs> I'd uh, like to see um, 
our us expand our merch a little bit more at some point, I think, and have people actually want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would sure. be nice. Sure, why not? We can throw it out into the universe. Uh, <laughs> um, merch. Uh, I just I, right now, all I want to do is just have interesting conversations again and just continue on with that i really really did miss that um so I, i'm happy where we're at right now but yeah um making money is always good so <laughs> i'd be open to that <laughs> long long Potential down the road <laughs> well just in general i mean I, we we did start um making some we're not close to breaking even yet well i buy um I feel like this this year, based off of what we've managed to do, we'll be breaking even um, these last six months, which is great. So hopefully we'll be able to continue that. Um, that has been a long-standing goal of mine for many years. So this is this is this is good. Um, I don't want to jinx it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to give us money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is the right way to do it. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I'm just making a call out. <laughs> Sounds like don't use my platform. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, what are the best ways to support Nerdy Curious? You mentioned um, the merch. Um, what? Yeah, what are the best ways to support you? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> As of right now, Twitch. That's yeah. yeah. That's the easiest way for people to to support us, whether they subscribe or um, donate bits, or you know, just even simply being in the in the chat room with us. Um, yeah. As of right now, at least. I mean, if you go to our blog, we we the only affiliate link that we have is with Amazon. So um, if you're still shopping on on Amazon. Um, feel free to click our link. That's so weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think Twitch is our main, our main focus right now. So you guys can definitely check that out. That'd be much appreciated. Cause it's all a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have quite a few interesting guests lined up for October and November. So indeed, we're excited. Awesome. This takes us right back to the first question of what is nerdy curious? We really should probably work on an elevator pitch, all four of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I was going to say something, but now it's just like, eh, no. <laughs> My typical answer for it, um, and it may be like surfacely, um, it, it just a bit um, superficial, I, I would say, is. Um, it's a nerd-centric community focused on exploring um, uh, interests in a curious and welcoming way. Like, ultimately, that's, that's typically my sentence. And then questions stem from that. But... Um, I, I do feel like we probably all four of us need to sit down and 
own one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good so one. We- it's definitely tough to get something that's like all encompassing, but still yeah. specific and actually saying something. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like that that's usually my go-to just because that, that pretty much sums up the, um, the heart of it. Um, as far as like all the other bits and pieces, you know, we can, you know, that, that's, that usually I think comes secondary when people start asking more questions. It's like, it's a blog, it's a podcast, it's a Twitch channel. It's all the things. Um, so, so yeah, but yeah. On that note, where should people go to follow you and learn more about you and check out your stuff? We are at Nerdy Curious all over the damn place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's our main line, guys. Uh, So, yeah, at Nerdy Curious, literally everywhere. Um, NerdyCurious.com. And it's on the list is our podcast available on SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, um, iTunes, Spotify, all your favorite pod players. And obviously our Twitch channel um, for NerdsRS 2.0. And our curious fights Thursdays and Sundays. So yeah, we're all over the damn place, guys. Come, come, mm-hmm. come, be friends. <laughs> Join us. The one, good th- the one good thing that we we had the foresight to do was to secure every single channel we could possibly get our hands on with Nerdy Curious. So. Mm-hmm. It's getting tougher and tougher as just every name has been thought of. Yep. <laughs> That is for sure the truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, this has been this has been really great. Um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Tim. You're the best. Thanks for we having us. You. Thank you. There you have it, guys. My talk with Ronnie, Rach, and Jams from Nerdy Curious. Definitely check them out on Twitch at Nerdy Curious at NerdyCurious.com uh, and where all social networks are found. Um, we talked a little bit about the the importance of, of getting that brand right. And one of the other things that I, I really liked that we touched on on this episode was that idea of facing burnout in your, your geek brand or your hobby. And if it's something... If it's something where it's becoming not fun anymore or you're you're taking on more than you can chew or it feels too much like work when it was meant to be just a a hobby blog that you had fun with i think that's something that everyone faces at some point in their their nerd entrepreneur journey and yeah getting getting through that it seems like the key is figuring out what you want so if it is you know if it is starting to become a job and and becoming not fun, is there is it something that you you want to try to turn into a job, and will that make it more fun, or is it something where you still want to keep it as a side hustle and um, and kind of tone it back a little bit? And especially when you're first starting out, you're saying yes to everything, which is a good thing. You end up saying yes to too many things, so. No matter what your goals are for your geek brand, I think kind of pairing it back to to just the things that are most effective for your brand and are having the most success for your brand is definitely key. And 
bringing it back to a manageable amount of work, whatever that amount is for you and whatever kind of balance you're looking for. Um, so really awesome advice for them. Definitely give them a follow and I will include links to all of their social networks and everything we talked about in the show notes at underthecapes.com slash episode 73. And the entrepreneur podcast is actually, you know, on that note of kind of choosing the right balance for you. I am working on some new things in my entrepreneur journey. So the entrepreneur podcast is going to be moving to a once a month format. So that'll, that'll make things a little more consistent because uh, I'm sure if you may have noticed, this is the first episode in a couple in a few months. So moving to that once a month schedule will free up some time to do some other things and it will allow me to, um, to be a little more consistent so that you can know episodes are coming and, and be able to rely on that a little more instead of um, going such a long time without one. And, and, um, and yeah, that will also allow me to, to find some really awesome guests for you and put a little more work into these interviews. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think you guys are, will hopefully, Enjoy the the new schedule going forward and get a lot out of future guests. I've got some really great ones coming down the pipeline. So until next month, I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast by Under the Capes. I hope this episode has helped motivate you to either start or grow your geek brand. If you liked the episode, I would love if you could give us a rating and a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to be listening from. And feel free to connect with us on social media, on Twitter, at Under the Capes, on Facebook, at Under the Capes, and on Instagram, at Under the Capes Cosplay. Thanks so much, and have a great day.